Well, good afternoon, everybody. Uh, Kurt Everson again this week from the state capitol and pier, bringing you this week's update of legislative activity from the SDBA. So Wednesday this week was the deadline for bills to be introduced for consideration during this session. The final tally was 460. Uh, Most lobbyists typically heave a small sigh of relief once this deadline passes because, for good or bad, we know what we are dealing with. But more than 40 of the bills that I talked about are single-sentence placeholder bills that could all be subject to significant amendments in the weeks ahead. Uh, Things could get pretty interesting, so uh, please pass the Maylocks. So new bills this week uh, include House Bill 1184, Uh, relating to business development banks. Uh, As anticipated, legislation to enable the formation and operation of monoline banks focused only on small business lending was introduced on Tuesday as House Bill 1184. Prime sponsors include Representative Tim Rounds from Pierre and Senator Jack Colbeck from Sioux Falls. The bill has been assigned to the House State Affairs Committee, But Representative Rounds told me earlier in the week that he is trying to get the bill re-referred to the Commerce and Energy Committee, which he chairs. As reported earlier, the members of the SDBA's Legislative Committee and Board of Directors voted unanimously to oppose this legislation. SDBA Chairman Carl Adam has already urged bankers to communicate concerns about this special purpose bank charter with their district legislators. Um, Contact information for all 105 members of the South Dakota Legislature is available at their website at sdlegislature.gov. It's extremely important that legislators hear from their hometown bankers. Emails are great. Follow-up phone calls, especially with legislators who serve on the House State Affairs and Commerce Committees, are strongly encouraged. Um, Face-to-face conversations, of course, are the best uh, in terms of a way to express concerns and then to find out how your elected representative intends to vote on House Bill 1184. Uh, So you can access uh, information on committee assignments at the uh, legislature's website as well. Again, that's sdlegislature.gov. So the best kind of communication between constituents and your elected legislatures comes straight from your gut and your heart. Uh, Talking points that you can use to frame that conversation can be found uh, at the SDBA's website, um, sdba.com slash lobbying. As you make those contacts in the days ahead and get a sense of how individual legislators intend to vote on House Bill 1184, please drop me a note. Your feedback will help uh, my fellow lobbyist and SDBA legal counsel, Brett Kennecke, and I know how and where to concentrate our lobbying efforts on your behalf on this bill. Another new bill um, is House Bill 1265. Uh, While more limited in scope than another bill, House Bill 1135, this bill also proposes to give someone outside of the Department of Revenue access to individual 
uh, tax returns filed by South Dakota taxpayers, including franchise tax returns. Under 1265, the executive director of the Legislative Research Council could access individual taxpayer returns if he felt such information was needed in order to prepare and submit state revenue projections or to estimate the effect that any legislative proposal might have on state or local government revenues, expenditures, or fiscal liabilities. Based on my conversations with lobbyists for other business sectors, considerable concern exists about eroding confidentiality provisions um, in, in the, uh, regarding state tax returns. The SDBA's Board of Directors will be discussing and establishing our official position on both bills early next week. So uh, House Bill 1173 deals with guns in trunks. One of a great deal of a great number of bills dealing in some way with guns. House Bill 1173 sets up a collision between rights of private property owners and Second Amendment rights to keep and bear arms. My friend David Owen at the South Dakota Chamber of Commerce and Industry has written extensively about gun bills. Below are some of David's observations about House Bill 1173. This bill says employees can have guns locked in their vehicles on company property even if the business has a policy of not allowing firearms anywhere on their property or in their buildings. House Bill 1173 not only strips the owners of businesses from keeping firearms off their property, it protects employees who bring firearms to work in their vehicles. It protects them from being fired if and when they do and extends their right to use their weapons in self-defense. I know that bank policies differ regarding the possession of firearms both inside the bank and on bank-owned property more generally. Given those differences, the Board of Directors of the SDBA will discuss House Bill 1173 next week and will establish our position on this new bill. Senate Bill 169 uh, proposes to delay real property tax payments for federal workers who were negatively impacted by the recent shutdown. Senator Jack Colbeck from Sioux Falls is the prime sponsor of this proposal to grant an extension of the deadline to pay real property taxes to the county treasurer. A federal worker who didn't receive paychecks during the recent shutdown could request an extension to pay property taxes due for up to 90 days until after the president signs the final regular appropriations bill. Filing for and receiving such an extension seems straightforward for people who pay their real estate taxes directly to the county treasurer. It's not nearly such a clear process for affected federal workers and their bankers when it comes to the property tax share of mortgage payments collected each month that is held in escrow and remitted to county treasurers twice each year. Stay tuned for more uh, info on this subject down the road. House Bill 1196 uh, is an interesting bill that proposes changes to uh, South Dakota Codified Law Chapter 43-12, which is the Uniform Electronic Transactions Act. 
The changes in House Bill 1196 would define blockchain technology and clarify that records or signatures secured through blockchain technology are indeed electronic signatures or electronic transactions, I'm sorry. I understand that this legislation was drafted and approved by the Cryptocurrency Subcommittee of the Business Law Committee of the State Bar Association. House Bill 1207, another new bill, uh, is just a placeholder bill. It's entitled to revise provisions regarding banking. The prime sponsor of House Bill 1207, Representative Carl Perry from Aberdeen, told me in conversation that this bill is a placeholder which he intends to amend to provide an opportunity for South Dakota to become a hub for banking the nation's marijuana industry. At this writing, he's still working on language to accomplish that goal. So by way of updates on previous bills I've discussed, uh, House Bill 1070 deals with judgments by confession. This is the SDBA's proposal to head off problems associated with some non-bank lenders and collectors' misuse of confessions of judgment in conjunction with small business lending in other states. The bill was uh, heard and viewed favorably by the members of the House Judiciary Committee on Wednesday. Uh, They voted unanimously to approve the measure and put it on the House of Representatives' consent calendar where it passed Thursday without dissent. Kudos to Brett Kennecke for his down-to-earth explanation of what and why the SDBA felt the changes to this old arcane body of law were needed in order to protect business borrowers from unscrupulous lenders. Senate Bill 57 dealt with lien holder interests in vehicles abandoned at repair shops. As I last reported, I was working with Senator Craig Kennedy from Yankton and the prime sponsor, Senator Jeff Monroe from Pierre, on amendments needed to protect lien holder interests in vehicles that had been repaired and subsequently abandoned by the owner at the repair shop. After reviewing amendments needed to fix identified problems with Senate Bill 57, Senator Monroe elected to have his bill tabled by the Senate Commerce Committee, eliminating it from any further consideration during 2019. House Bill 1163, another relatively new bill, uh, was a proposal for a tax revenue study task force. Yesterday, the members of the House Taxation Committee voted 8-4 to to defeat this proposal to form such a task force uh, charged with studying South Dakota's tax structure. Proponents thought the legislature needed to take a fresh look at South Dakota's tax structure with the goal of determining whether changes were needed to better facilitate economic development and to equalize tax burdens. In spite of the failure of this bill, the legislature's executive board could still decide to authorize such a a study. So that's it for this week. Uh, As always, if you have any questions or concerns, give me a shout. Have a great weekend, everybody.